My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news. And boy, did I have the volume up too high in the headsets. They almost knocked me off my chair. <laughs> All right, Jeff. You know, I got to screw something up, folks. Anyway, I uh, got a lot of Got a couple news stories today, a couple comments about things, a couple special things to show you. <laughs> but first, before anything, I just got off the phone with Sam's Club. Uh, and by the way, folks, I woke up this morning with a bit of a sketchy, a sketchy, a sketchy throat, a scratchy throat. And a little bit of a hacking cough, and I'm thinking, uh-oh, now we got some problems. So I pulled out my trusty uh, COVID test again. That's the one I first got home. And I tested again, and I'm still negative. So uh, it's not that, at least at this point, it's not that. Uh, so anyway, a year ago, when I had gotten to the point of not being able to get around and shop and things like that too much anymore. I canceled the Sam's Club membership. That's, I used the Sam's Club membership for my business. I mean, when I was out doing funnel cakes and stuff, I got all my sugar for the lemonade there. I got lemons there. I got uh, powdered sugar for the funnel cakes there. I got the plastic ware, you know, forks and knives and stuff was there, napkins from there, oil from there, um, everything except funnel cake mix basically came from Sam's Club and the plate. I want to use plate from there too, come think about it. But anyway, so I got all my supplies from, from Sam's Club. So I used it a lot. Well, then when I had to give up the business because of the oxygen crap, um, 
you know, I knew I wasn't going to use it anymore. And I've, I'm not a shopper, folks. Ain't going to happen. I don't go in stores and shop. So a year ago, I canceled my membership. Remember specifically doing it because they, they kept saying, well, you have to come into the store to do it. No, I'm disabled. I don't have to come into the store to do that. You can do it over the phone. Fix it. So eventually they did. So this weekend, I had $110 taken out of my bank account again for Sam's Club. So at 10 o'clock this morning, I call Sam's Club and say, okay, here's what happened. It's a year ago, I canceled the membership then because of my disability status. And yada, yada, yada. We go through all this crap. And they look back and they say, oh, well, you didn't take off the automatic billing. I said, no, you were supposed to do that. Well, you have to come into the store to do that. I said, I can't come into the store. You don't understand. That's what I just finished saying. I'm disabled. I can't get into that store. I couldn't then. Well, we can do everything here. I can take care of that, but I can do everything here, but give you a refund. What do you mean you can't give me a refund? You stole the money from me. And they said, well, you have to call this 800 number. So I start uh, thinking, ah, crap, here we go again. So I call the 800 number. I get some person that speaks half English and half, I'm not even sure what else. And I'm not saying that to be, uh, you know, discriminatory. I was having trouble understanding her. Well, she was probably having trouble understanding me, too. It's a two-way street. But I finally got through to her. I said, look, you guys stole my money. I want the refund. Well, you have to you have to uh, uh, give me something that I can prove it's you. I said, what do you mean? Well, your phone number, the phone that you're on right now, doesn't match the number on the account. I said, what? I said, this is the phone number I've had for years. Well, it doesn't match the number. So I think, what, did, I, did I put that on the old house phone back in the days when we had a house phone? So I, I remember that number. I tried that. No, that's not it. What about your email address? I said, my email address has always been chilipalls at gmail.com. No. That's not the address you had on file. Now, this is going on for about 15 minutes. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. When I started with Sam's Club, that would have been before the funnel cake business when I was in the floral wholesale business. So I said, okay, try this one. FNC floral at verizon.com. She says, nope, that's not it either. I cannot refund the money. And I said, the hell with you, lady. Give me a supervisor. So they put me on hold. And I had to wait about 10 minutes for a supervisor. In the meantime, I'm sitting here looking at this, and I looked up on the computer my old email address from 30 years ago.
Do you remember your email address from 30 years ago? It was floral at verizon.net, not .com. So the supervisor gets on the phone and said, I probably solved the problem that your girl before needs a little training on this. You know, I'm 75 years old, a little forgetful. You're asking me to come up with an email address from 30 years ago. And I said it was Verizon.com and it's Verizon.net. He says, well, I know that. I said, in the meantime, I almost had a heart attack. I just want my $110 back. Okay. I'll send it to you. That's all I need it. Goodbye. So I got the supervisor. I was on the phone with him for like two minutes. All right. So that was taken care of. All right. Anyway, back to the show today. Uh, the main story this morning, the main story, Carnival shut down their website for two days. Epic becomes a floating hotel. 26 dies of ferry capsizes. Margo should reach hurricane status today. Lee's still going strong, and Cleveland's popularity as a cruise port grows. That and a lot more live here at 11 o'clock this morning. By the way, if you have any audio issues again, um, let me know. I've got the other computer set up so I can try to follow along with emails as we go. All right. Today, there's absolutely no problem with today's day. This is National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Just go get a chocolate milkshake or go make a chocolate milkshake. I'm not going to go make a chocolate milkshake, but I'll ride through the drive-thru at McDonald's instead of getting a Diet Coke. I'll get a chocolate milkshake just to celebrate today. I can do that. If you're listening by the podcast, you can always access the podcast by my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. All the big guys just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. And then we can talk about all kinds of silliness. And uh, Chili, you're breaking up again, but not too badly. I don't understand why, because I'm not doing anything unusual. And uh, I can't hear anything. And I tried headsets today. Thinking that, yes, audio is not so good today. Damn. Um, okay, let's see if it's this. I'm going to move the camera. Let's see if I can get this thing set up. Now, yeah, crap, I'm close on. Okay, how's this audio? Testing one, two, three, testing, testing, testing. I'm closer to the microphone. Does that make it any better? 
Hi, Am. Hi, everybody. Did you restart your device before the show and clear the cache? Yeah, 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 yeah. All that. <clears throat> okay, does it sound any better this close? Now, let's see if I can figure out a way of setting this up. Out. All right. So how's that? A little bit closer. I hope that's better. Hi, Steve. If anyone in the house is using a lot of bandwidth, yeah, nobody's here. Uh, Gina Jean are not awake yet. So still crackling. Getting some some feedback from a oxygen concentrator, maybe. All right, tomorrow I'll try it without the oxygen concentrator on. Well, there's Jason. Hi, Jason. All right, we're trying to figure out what's wrong with my audio. It might be something in the phone. Um. Oh, I know what I could try. Let's try. Taking the audio off of, okay, I got to figure out how to do this on the fly. Uh, I'm really not going to leave you guys hanging very long, but I will try one thing. So I got to go to audio and I got to take Mike off my webcam and go to the headset. All right, testing one, two, three, testing, testing, testing. Right now it is good. Emily says, "Sounds like a loose wire in my phone." All right, is it better now, everybody? I just switched over to to the, to this thing. Okay, I'll quit using the phone, except for the camera. Don't touch anything. <laughs> Yeah, you guys know I'll screw it up if I can. All right, so now look back to normal. Um, where was I? Let's see. Um, I got down to we did it. Did we do all the? I know we started off in the in the business about accessing the thing from the podcast. And if you're listening to the podcast, folks, I'll finish it up now. How's that? And you want to jump over to the video feed to see pictures and clips or interviews, there's always a link in the description of the podcast. I just got to report my the podcast. Man, it continues to grow at unbelievable rates. Uh, and the podcast network that I'm in, believe it or not, folks, I vary between third and fourth in the entire network on number of downloads and listeners and the two people that are ahead of me are I'm here humongous you know like a hundred thousand listeners every day and things like that so uh the podcast network man is it growing of course everything's growing for me so that's a good thing all right before we get to the news we got to look at weather no, we don't. I got to do other things first. All right. First of all, I might as well start here at the 
at the top. That's going to be this one. All right. A new friend of the show, Lori B. She uh, is one of the uh, solo folks. She just got on Seascape today. Of course, in Miami. And she posted this and she found out that I steal stuff all the time when she posts stuff. That That's just going to be secondary now. So if she posts it, I'll steal it use it. And then there's our friend, Bethany. Bethany, folks, now, she, you know, she loved to go on Azamara. She did a couple cruises on Azamara. She's been on a slew of river cruises. She's on Crystal Symphony. She flew to Istanbul and got on Crystal Symphony. And I I dare say she's the first person on this channel that's ever been on Crystal. I'm betting. I could be wrong. Um, she went to a concert in Ephesus. I probably said that wrong. And then uh, that was a white night party. That was a little meal off somewhere off the coast of Greece. This was sunrise in Catacolon. That's in Greece, by the way, folks. She was out exploring Mount Olympus. And that is, that's in the village of Olympus. And then this was kind of interesting. At dinner last night, she had uh, <clears throat> lamb chops and some kind of Greek vegetables and salad that I couldn't pronounce. And this was... <laughs> Excuse me. A taste of whiskey dessert. And she said it was really good. <clears throat> All right. Our buddy Nate up in Alaska, you know, he's been under the weather since he got off the ship, still quarantined. So he goes outside and tries to work because it's a nice day up there. And the, that's the cat first wanted to walk on the keyboard. My cats do the same thing. And before that happened, the dog was laying all over him and he was trying to hold the dog and type at the same time. And then the cat chased the dog down and walked across the keyboard. So finally, Nate gave up on that and went inside to quarantine inside and work where he could keep the animals away. That's the truth that I created. What the hell, I'm sticking with it. Now we'll get to the weather. Okay, I keep telling you folks, if there's a way to screw it up, I'm going to screw it up. Nate Messenger, MSR, isn't as awful as Princess or NCL. 
Okay. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate that. By the way, folks, if anybody's interested, the 25th of October, Nate and I are going to do an 11-night MSC Meraviglia out of Brooklyn. It's a nice itinerary. If any of you are interested, message me privately, and we'll get Nate to hook you up. Okay, so he and I are going to be on that one. And then right after that, I go down to Miami and get on one with Pittsburgh Jason. Pittsburgh Jason is coming up. Do you guys remember Brat the Cat? Yeah, that's Brat the Cat. Oh, Brian, you can see Brat the Cat better uh, from this angle. You can also see all my crap hanging from various and sundry cruises. I got a whole stack of crap to put on my board back here, too. Uh, all right, so that gets the weather, folks. Quit talking about silly stuff, and let's get to business. Get to business. Where's the weather map? It's, it's a damn, it's a stupid machine. Eat my weather map again. It sure did. Okay, I got to go. I got to go reload the, the thing, because I can't do the weather without the weather map. Uh, where is it? Honest to goodness, it's it's gone from from the computer completely. Oh no, it's PNG. That's a PNG file. Duh. Uh, custom files, all files. Now let's see where the where the weather, goodness gracious, folks. There it is. Is that yesterday's or today's? I tell you, I'm going to, if there's a way to screw something up, I will, folks. All right, let's see. Nope, that's yesterday's. Well, today's looks pretty much the same, except the two uh, yellow X's merged into one. So there's just one system out there off Africa now. Lee and Margot are the same as they were. So we'll get to that. So that's not today's uh, map. Uh, you'll just have to pretend that it is. All right. Lee remains a large, powerful hurricane. Hazardous surf and rip current conditions expected at beaches across the western Atlantic all week. Currently, it's uh, 575 miles south of Bermuda with 115-mile-an-hour winds. Present movement is west-northwest at 7 miles an hour. On the forecast track, Lee is expected to pass near, but to the west of Bermuda. It's currently a Category 3 hurricane. You know, it was a 5, down to a 3. A gradual weakening is forecast during the next few days but strengthening today. The one thing you want to watch out for on Lee is with whatever number comes out, three or four, it is a huge storm. The uh, hurricane force winds go out 80 miles from the center and tropical storm force winds 185 miles from the center. So that's going to cause all kinds of problems up and down the East Coast. 
I see this thing. I don't see this thing hitting land until maybe up in Nova Scotia. I mean, it could veer off, but the way I'm reading the maps, I see it, uh, you know, Nova Scotia or New Brunswick, you know, somewhere up in the Canadian Maritimes before it actually sees land. Uh, not necessarily the same with Margot. Margot is still strengthening, should be a hurricane sometime today. It's about 935 miles southwest of the Azores, currently at 85 miles an hour, so it just needs two more miles an hour. Present movement is uh, to the north at 13. Central pressure is 979 and dropping. By the way, I don't think I told you the central pressure on Lee is 948 and it's rising. It was down to the nine teens before this thing started weakening. All right, uh, uh, Margo uh, is a northward to north-northwestward motion with a decrease in forward speed expected for a couple days. Additional strengthening is forecast today and tomorrow. Weakening is likely to begin by Thursday. Now, the two X's that you're looking at from yesterday merged into one, and that is a broad area of low pressure over the eastern tropical Atlantic, continuing to produce disorganized showers and thunderstorms. The system is expected to consolidate, which it did, with a low in the western side becoming dominant over the next day or so. Gradual development of the low is expected after that, and a tropical depression is likely to form by the weekend uh, while northwestward movement at about 15 miles an hour across the central tropical Atlantic. Chance of development 20% in the next 48 hours, but 70% over the next seven days. And this should be a hurricane today. So we're going to have two hurricanes going at the same time once again. And folks, there's nothing again today in the Pacific. So uh, that ends the weather portion of today's broadcast. And I'll be back with news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, let's see if the system, if the system, if the computer didn't eat the story. All right, the top story today, 
If you're looking for booking a cruise on Carnival or to manage one of your Carnival cruises, like uh, uh, Jason, if you haven't gotten your uh, drinks package or your Wi-Fi or any of that stuff, don't try it this weekend because they're going to be shut down from midnight Saturday morning until sometime Sunday night. So this weekend, wipe out Carnival. Carnival Cruise Line is upgrading their reservation system. Uh, it'll take all day Saturday and most of Sunday. The downtime will affect GoCCL Navigator, Carnival.com, and the booking system used by Carnival's contact center teams. The, the downtime will begin Saturday. That's the 16th of September at 12 midnight and end during the evening on Sunday the 17th. During the downtime, you will not be able to create a new booking, service, or manage current bookings, make payments, or view booking information. My cruise manager will also be down during this time, so you won't be able to do online check-in or book shore excursions either, nor spa, nor dining reservations. Carnival Cruise Line is asking travel agents and those who have a Carnival Cruise booked to complete any necessary transactions before the weekend. So, if you got anything to do, Jason, get it done. I've got a check. You know, I usually have a Diet Coke package booked and a Wi-Fi booked. And I can't remember if I've done it for this cruise, so I'm going to have to go check that. I can't afford uh, Carnival's drinks package. I already know that going in, so I'll be paying for my drinks. Uh, but anyway, that's going to be on the Carnival Conquest right after 11 days on the MSC Meravilla rolling the R. All right, the Norwegian Epic, folks, is the next story today. And it's uh, recently arrived at Port Marseille in France, marking the commencement of a warm reception for rugby fans converging on the city for the Rugby World Cup. I don't know much about rugby, folks, quite frankly. I know it's sort of like football without the pads. But the rules are kind of different, too. Operating at full capacity, uh, the ship has been chartered as a floating hotel, offering a unique solution to the accommodation shortage witnessed during this prominent sporting event. With the Rugby World Cup weekend in full swing, most of Marseille's hotels are already reached their maximum occupancy level recognizing this challenge well in advance. The concept of transforming the 19-deck Norwegian Epic, having 2,114 staterooms, into a temporary hotel for a bit attendees was conceived more than two years ago by Infinity Sports Travel. The need for additional accommodations arose from the stark contrast between more than 20,000 available beds in Marseille 
and the vellum drum staving capacity to host 80,000 spectators. Yeah, those numbers uh, don't work too well. All right, in a sad incident, folks, and this comes out of Niger. Again, something I rarely get to talk about on the show. In a recent incident, a passenger ferry carrying 100 people, including women and children, capsized on a reservoir in north-central Nigeria. The accident occurred in Niger's state, Makawa, local government area. At least 26, primarily women and children, have lost their lives, and several others remain missing. The passengers were en route to their farms across a significant dam in the region. Balaji Ibrahim, a spokesperson for the government, uh, reported to Chile's cruises today that efforts are ongoing with over 30 people rescued thus far. The operation involves both marine police and local divers in collaboration with the Niger State Emergency Management Agency. It's important to note that this is the second, of course, they didn't want to say this, major accident of this kind to occur in the region in just over three months. In July, a similar tragedy unfolded when an overloaded boat capsized in a remote area of Niger State, resulting in the loss of 100 lives. Such accidents highlight the recurring challenges of overcrowding and inadequate maintenance of the ships navigating on Nigerian waterways. All right. Final story this morning comes to us from Cleveland. Cleveland's popularity at the tourism hotspot and cruise ship destination continues to grow with tour operator Talc taking travelers over the weekend as part of the Great Lakes sailing. The cruising the Great Lakes Chicago to Toronto itinerary operated aboard the 144-passenger La Dumont de Ville, chartered from Ponant. The September 9th call marked Talk's first visit to Cleveland in its 98-year history, and the ship's inaugural call there as well. Talc will operate the itinerary, visiting Cleveland 10 times in 2023 and 2024. Early in the summer, Viking Polaris made its first stop at Cleveland as Viking doubled its Great Lakes deployment with the Section 2nd Expedition cruise ship. 49 calls are scheduled this season, including visits by Pearl Seas Cruises and American Queen Voyages that I keep trying to get on. Tourism is a vital part of our economy, said Will Friedman, President and CEO of Port Cleveland. We're expected, we expect to see more cruise ships arrive in Cleveland in the next several years and are happy to work with Talc to accommodate more visitors. Cleveland City Council President Blaine Griffith noted that cruising in Cleveland has surged 
about 700% over the past couple of years. And it's becoming an increasingly important uh, driver for our local economy. According to Cruise the Great Lakes a Regional Marketing Program, 2023 is set to break records with 800 port visits generating $235 million in economic impact across the Great Lakes and St. Lawrence Rivers. So, congratulations to all those folks. A talk's full day in Cleveland began with an exclusive pre-opening visit to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. After a pub lunch and beer flight at a local brewery, travelers took to other sites. Excuse me. I told you I was scratching this morning. So congratulations to Cleveland. All right, let's go see who's fussing at me in the chat room. And if my voice holds up. Joanne's here. Hi, Joanne. Waiting to hear about itinerary changes. Keep me posted. You'll probably hear before I do. Uh, Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. Cindy's here. Hot Air Tom's here. Gretchen's here out in Ohio. The Sam story sounds like a good credit card chargeback filing. Well, they said that it would be easier for them to refund it, but then I had to get through all the shenanigans and going back to how many years ago when I opened that account. Hell, I don't remember all that stuff. And then when the, my phone number wouldn't match, in the interim, we changed uh, area codes. Mine used to be 434, and now it's, no. Mine used to be something else, and now it's 434. What did it used to be? 456, or I don't know. No, it was 219. That's what it was. It was 219, and now it's, I don't know. Anyway, the area code changed, so that's probably what was wrong with the phone number. If you go to the old area code, then the phone number would have worked. But the clerk didn't catch on to any of that. Nikki's with us down in Jacksonville. There's Dennis. Steve out in Kentucky. That's the definition of a snafu. Yeah, I know. There's snafus on my show a lot, Nikki. I'm sure you haven't noticed that. Yes, audio is not so good today. Cracky audio. Something in the phone. I don't know. Maybe there's a cricket in there. Did you restart your device? Yes, restart restart everything. Emily's uh, there. We knew Emily was here. So it's better still cracking. If someone else is in the house using a lot of bandwidth, that's not... So, still going in and out. It must be a loose wire. There's Jason. Hi, Jason. I'll officially say hi to you now. Emily says, Jason is here, still cracking. Crap. 
whoop, whoop, whoop. Our long-lost Jason is here. Good. Now, I don't understand what's going on with this. Sounds like a loose wire. There's not any wires. I don't know. Must be something in the computer. Oh, that's when they said don't touch anything. Uh, Jason says, what's happening? Right, finish up, laugh out loud. Chocolate milkshake. Yeah, chocolate milkshakes. I like chocolate milkshakes. I like any kind of milkshakes. Chili went to Alaska and back. I was up in Alaska for almost a month, Jason. Uh, what's happening with you, Jason? Cindy wants to know. Istanbul is one of the most underrated cities and, and a must visit. All right. Uh, well, Bethany's. she certainly goes on some interesting cruises. She doesn't do anything on, you know, the ships that most of the people on this channel uh, go on, which makes her a very interesting guest. Because as soon as I can, I'll have her on so we can draw some comparisons between Crystal and Azamara. Not something you normally hear on this channel. You guys remember Brett the Cat? Yeah, that's Brett the Cat. It's up there in the picture now. Sound is still good. Carnival Conquest in November. Yes, indeed. How can you do that, celebrity? And now you go back to Carnival. Oh, my. Enjoy the conquest. I love the casino bar on the ship. Uh, it's Jason412. Brat is at every Chili show. The black and white cat by Chili's right here. Uh, I got arrested by security on the conquest last February. Hopefully it goes better this time. There's Melissa out in Phoenix. Hi, Melissa. M says, what were you smuggling, Jason? Laugh out loud. I didn't do anything wrong, but they let me go after 24 hours and refunded my cruise. Wow. Well, that was pretty awesome. Got a good free cruise out of it. Lee pressure is 9.51. Yeah, 9.51, so it's up to up a little bit. Uh, Kenneth's with us. Good morning, Kenneth. Dennis says Halifax Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at somewhere in that vicinity is is the way I have the thing laid out. My my pathways sometimes differ a little bit from the folks that know what they're doing. I'm an amateur, strictly an amateur. The western edge hitting Provincetown, that's a possibility because it sticks out a little bit. Our local news said that Yonkers had a flash flood. Yeah, that's, that's possible. And New Rochelle had a flash flood. Not in my hood. We're good. Okay, glad to hear that. It will be a tropical storm at Canada landfall with winds in the 80s. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Uh, keep in mind, this was a storm that was 185 miles an hour two days ago. That's just brutal. 
thankfully it wasn't 185 miles an hour on anybody. Will you use that ship again, Jason? Sorry that they arrested you. What was their reasoning? I would not use the ship again. Jason and I are both going on that ship in, in November. November the 10th, I think it is. <coughs> I get off the Maravilla on the 5th, but I have to come back to Lynchburg for a, my oncology appointment and then go to Miami. So I'm not sure if I'm flying or driving. I still got to put the monies together on that and see which way I'm going to go. Uh, and I don't know anything about Brooklyn. Tried calling them yesterday. Couldn't get through to the port. So I want to find out about a handicapped parking, if they do any kind of break for the disabled, like they do in Florida. Uh, so we'll have to, I'll have to see. Uh, Gretchen says, one week until my flight to London. Awesome. I'm changing the subject, Jason. Uh, Jason probably won't mind that. It was a three-day booze cruise, so someone apparently reported me for something I didn't do. They gave me a grand suite for the next cruise and refunded the three-day cruise. Well, that was pretty cool. It was some other drunk. Wow, Gretchen, I am a bit jealous landing in Southampton. Conquest was supposed to be my back-to-back when the second half got canceled. Oh, that's right. I forgot that one. Uh, Jason says, not funny, Gretchen. I was targeted by security. Uh, Must have been some drunk. People really go way too far sometimes. Very aggressive sport, Chili. Lots of groping. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't you see me getting groped? as slowly as I move anymore. Of course, I could be out there on my chair and I could run over anybody that tries to grope me. No, I don't. I just, I don't know much about rugby. You know, I realize there's groping in the football fields too, but in our football fields, not, you know, the rest of the world's football. Yes, I know. We arrogant Americans say that our game is football and the rest of the world's football is soccer. And yes, I agree that we're arrogant Americans and that we should go along with the rest of the world. But that's just one person. Hit the like button. Thank you, Joanne. Always good. Hit the like button. We appreciate that. Hot Air Tom says, sounds like you were swatted like Uncle Bruce was swatted by the Canadian Mounties. Uh, busting down his oh, busting down his door while he was on live. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Heathwick, uh, two nights London, then transferred to Southampton. Sorry to hear that, Jason Gretchen says. My video cue just came in, and it was Tony talking about the Carnival website going down. That was all I saw. Well, see, Emily, if you ever listened to me, instead of talking, that was my lead story today. So, I don't know. I would hope somebody at least heard the story. 
you know, if you're using Carnival, they're going to be shut down this weekend. My son played rugby. Oh, wow, for OU. Well, that's pretty, pretty high-level stuff. Uh, then I could tell them apart because one has a scar on his forehead. Rough. Yeah, I know it's a rough sport. Uh, Tony King of clickbait. <laughs> I agree. Uh, who knows? The heat wave. Uh, they're ended today. Uh, okay. Speaking of uh, speaking of, of scars on heads, one more story to tell you, and then I'll get off the air because uh, uh, my uh, my friend John up in Crookston, Minnesota. I called John. I still talk to John almost every day. Many times when I call John, he's sitting around with no shirt on. And so I give him hell about being naked. Well, he's not naked. It's just that the heat in the house aggravates him and he takes the shirt off to be cooler. So that's just the way it goes with medical issues. So I called up there and John had a shirt on. And I said, oh, my God, you're dressed. And he said, yep, I'm dressed. The housekeeper's coming. I said, oh, you don't sit around naked for the housekeeper. He said, oh. I said, well, good for you. So about four hours later, I had to call him back to tell him that uh, to see if his housekeeper stayed with him or if that his naked naked entity chased her away and he laughed and i said well i just lost my cook he said what do you mean i said amanda was out walking dogs yesterday and got in a yellow jacket's nest and was trying to get herself and the dogs away from the yellow jackets and tripped and went down head first and she's got seven stitches above her eye, bled like a stuck pig, of course. That's one of the worst places in the world to get cut. So she's gonna have one of those little stuck scars. And of course, you know, we wouldn't wouldn't have let her cook last night if she wanted to. And probably tonight too, we'll bring stuff in. Uh, I drove her to her evening pet sitting last night because by then the uh, lidocaine had worn off and she was starting to hurt pretty good. So anyway, so Amanda fell on her head and she's out of <laughs> out of the cooking business for a while. So I got to go back to restaurant food. So anyway, guys, <laughs> that's going to wrap me up. Yeah, Dennis dislikes Tony's clickbait. I agree. I hate that stuff where they mislead you just to get viewers. I'm just not going to do that, guys, ever. So, all right. That's going to wrap things up for today, guys. Uh, oh, I've got to do the show. Uh, i got to do a show tomorrow for Pete. I'll be doing the 
solo show at 12, at 12.30, no, 12 o'clock. What the hell is it? 12 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. 12 o'clock tomorrow, I'll be doing the solo show. And 12.30 today, I meet with the girls. So, anyway, hit those thumbs up. I'd appreciate that. If you haven't subscribed, please do so and hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when I go live or when a new video is posted. And I'm hoping to get back in a regular thing and doing that soon. So that's going to do it me for today. I'll see everybody back here same time, same channel tomorrow. And maybe Emily will actually listen to a story tomorrow. That's it for today, guys. Y'all have a fantastic day. See everybody tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.